0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Maid of Miller, the podcast where four sisters get together and talk about all things family, relationships, and everything in between. We're your hosts, Sarah, Katie, Leah, and Leslie, and we're Maid of Miller. Welcome back, guys, to this week's episode of Maid of Miller. I'm Leah, and today I have my husband, Peter with me, and we are going to be doing the couple series, and so we're going to be asking a series of questions, and um, yeah, we're telling you our story. So do you have anything you want to say to the people?
1: Well, I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Thanks for having me on.
0: So as you know, Peter's on the podcast because the people want to know. They want to know about our husbands, their hot commodities.
1: <laughs>
0: can I say that?
1: I don't know if that's what you're actually wanting to
0: say. <laughs> no, I'm like, he's taken. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. So, let's just get into it. First, we're going to talk about um, our story and how we met. And I think you should attempt to, um, attempt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know how women are. Yeah. Women always try to like chime in and go, well, you left this out. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. yeah tell our story.
1: Well, actually, to be honest, we've, known each other since we were very young kids. Uh, We went to church together ever since we were very young. And um, I remember, actually it's kind of funny because I don't think Leah remembers this, but I remember like when we were kids, we were in like a children's choir at our church. And I remember standing in front of the church when we were all doing a performance with the choir and I happened to be standing in front of Leah or I was standing behind Leah and I was like, like playing with her hair, pulling with, <laughs> pulling her hair. And she just like, she didn't fight it. She was just like,
0: I don't remember. <laughs> that's Miller girls, our hair's so thick. I probably didn't even notice. <laughs>
1: yeah. She just took it like a champ. <laughs> so that's when I knew. She's the one for me.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> That's not true.
1: (laughs) No, actually, yeah. We, honestly, we um, all growing up, we were really just friends. But when we were teenagers, we were um, in a in a band together. A
0: a really cool, epic band.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was actually um, like a a Christian band with some of you know our friends and um, Leah's cousins and stuff. Yeah,
0: it was a worship band. It was actually a really great time of our lives.
1: Yeah, and that was kind of the time when I started to like Leah. I definitely thought she was cute and attractive, and
0: I was clueless. I yeah. had no idea because Peter's very subtle. So when he thinks he's being bold, you're typically being subtle. I would say that's true. Yeah,
1: that's true. And I thought, and I thought for sure she liked me.
0: <laughs> which I was convinced that I didn't like him. But then I came across some old emails that I was sending with my friend Renee. So, Renee, if you're listening, shout out to you. We have some embarrassing older emails. And apparently we're talking about Peter, and you were go- you were saying to me, you're like, I think he likes you. I'm pretty sure he likes you. I was like, no, he doesn't. And you're like, he likes you. And on that, I was like, well, maybe I like him too. <laughs> so... I don't know. Jury's out on that. I was like, for sure, I thought I didn't like you during that time as anything more than a friend, but
1: yeah, moving along. Yeah, so how we actually started dating was, so I was at a Bible school in Dallas, Texas, and actually when I left Dallas, I kind of figured, you know, I never expected Leah to come out there, and so I just figured, you know what, Leah and I probably were never going to get together you know, because I'm in Dallas, she's in Maine, um, but Leah and en- ended up coming out to the same school a few years later, and it was it was that time that um, we eventually started dating. I-
0: he made the moves. He made the moves. No. But okay, so um, when I went was going to Christ for the Nations, um, before that, we had something called like a campus days, and that's when you can come and preview the campus. So I went uh, with my friend Renee, and we were just kind of taking a look at the Christ for the Nations campus, and my cousin Rachel was there at the time, and um, we had arranged for us all to hang out uh, one of those days with Peter. And I remember, so keep in mind, up to this point, Peter and I were just strictly friends. But um, I remember us talking and um, we were laughing a lot. And I remember thinking to myself, I better like calm down here because people are going to think Peter and I like each other because, wow, we've got a lot of chemistry. And I was dense. Um, But uh, yeah, once I started school, Peter reached out pretty quickly, gave me his number. And the rest is history. Sparks flew they did choirs sang yeah
1: that actually happened <laughs>
0: <laughs> right yeah he gave me his number and a choir popped out <laughs> fireworks oh my gosh okay so first impressions what um, what was your first impression of me if you can remember I mean we were like babies. <laughs> My, what a lovely lock of hair you have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, so are we talking back in, when.
0: Whatever comes to mind.
1: <laughs> well, I'll say this. When I actually started to like you, I just thought that you seemed really confident and funny. I thought you were really cool. And I also thought you had pretty high standards when it came to guys, and so I thought, you know, at the time I had pretty low low self-esteem, and I thought, you know, she's probably not gonna like me, um, and so that was Aww. a reason that I that was one reason I didn't pursue her. I also just felt that it wasn't the right time, but uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that was my first impression. I thought really highly of you.
0: Yeah, same. I my first impression of you, I remember thinking like that you were really smart and quiet, but Funny and um, I thought you had a lot of character and integrity. I loved the way that you interacted with women. It never felt like for personal gain. It always felt really pure. It felt like you genuinely were somebody that like you were you could be friends with with no ulterior motives. Like you could trust yourself around. And that's hard when you're younger. Like it's hard to find guys that you can just be friends with. That's only become something that's been easier as I've gotten older. Um, but yeah, Peter, I always felt like you had like great integrity. Um, and I just really like thought you were very deep and I could tell that you really loved, uh, Jesus and that meant a lot to me. And so I did have pretty high standards. I, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I didn't date growing up really. I mean, past seventh grade, I really felt like I was supposed to give that time to the Lord. And I knew that that was something that God had asked of me was to to give him um, that area of my life and be single until uh, he brought me the right person. So when Peter started pursuing me, I, I just knew, you just know I knew it was the right thing. And, um, but I did have high standards. I wanted somebody that was, had a good heart, had good character, good integrity. And that is Peter. That is you. you. So, Okay, well, I guess, I feel like we already covered when feelings started to develop, basically. So, um, who said, I love you first? This guy. Was it me? Yeah, it was you. Do you remember? I was
1: I was, was going to say, I think it was me. Um, if I remember right, we were at a conference. Yeah. And um, so, this was in Kansas City. And I think we were... Basically, like, saying goodbye like we weren't going to see each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the last night of the conference, if I remember right. And I think I, I just wanted to tell her I loved her before, you know, we parted ways.
0: Yep. And it was New Year's Eve, people. So, like, it was, like, approaching midnight. And it was, you know, for me at the time, this is so dreamy. He's telling me he loves me on New Year's Eve. This is so special. So, yeah, it was great great memory okay the next question is how long have we been together about seven years right
1: yeah about seven years i think um december 2013 was when we started dating so yeah
0: yep and we've been married almost six of those years so yep All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. So go get yourself a cup of coffee and a snack while the advertisements roll. (laughs) We'll be back. All right, this next segment um, are filled with questions curated by my sisters, the things that they want to know about Peter and I's relationship. So let's just get right into it. First question is, what are our nicknames for each other? Bootsy. (laughs) No. (laughs) He he would never get away with calling me Bootsy. (laughs) 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 Babe. I think we say babe a lot. It's so not original, but babe.
1: Yeah, just babe or honey.
0: (laughs) That's about it. Alright. Where and when was our first kiss?
1: Do you remember? (laughs)
0: Um. Yes, I do.
1: I think I remember, but maybe you better.
0: Okay, so, the movie theater, parking lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much sums it up, and it's only funny because Peter and I, we for no particular reason other than we just wanted to give it a shot. Actually, we're saving our first kiss. You know, for down the aisle, just kind of like what Katie and Seth did. So, congratulations, guys. You made it. But um, we had our first kiss on New Year's Eve in a movie theater parking lot. And, yeah.
1: I'm sitting in front of the TV. What is on the screen?
0: On the screen for you, well, it's a computer screen because we don't own a TV, on the screen for you is YouTube videos about sound and mixing and maybe some good music.
1: Okay. What is my weirdest habit?
0: Oh, You're very, like, methodical and particular about things. So, like, this isn't really a weird thing. It's just more like a very specific thing. Like, for an example... You like to have coffee prepped the night before. And for me, I'm kind of like, I, I love it when you prep the coffee, but for me, I'll make it in like the morning or whatever. It's no big deal. But you are like very specific, like, no, it needs to be prepped at night. And you have things, quirks like that, where it's like, where something is just like, it needs to be that way. And like, it's not a bad thing. I wouldn't even say it's weird. I would just say it's specific. Would you like to give a rebuttal?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess I just like having coffee ready when I wake up and I definitely am particular about certain things, but
0: Which is lovely. Like honestly, like we we really like work so well together because I'm can be kind of spontaneous and fly by the seat of my pants and he's like, Let's plan, let's structure some things, let's be responsible. Like who needs responsibility? <laughs> Anywho What am I good at?
1: I guess a couple things I would say Would be You are good at reading people And Getting a sense for what people are feeling Before they even necessarily Give much indication Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And also You're really good at being creative and, and that can be with music or cooking or even just, like, drawing or anything. Anything that, you know, uses the right brain, I think you're good at.
0: Thanks, babe.
1: What am I good at?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we talked about you long enough. What am I good at? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you are really good at um, putting others before yourself. You're very selfless. Um, You've got, like, the heart of somebody who shows up to serve rather than just to receive. And um, you're really great at, like, stopping for the one. like, what I mean by that is, like, when we're out in public, he will stop and, you know, talk with people who are homeless and in, you know, various situations. And he'll really give them his time and even his money. And I don't know. You're just, you're good at lots of things. He's good at sound. He's just good at a lot of things. Okay. What am I really bad at? Answer wisely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's
1: hard to think of something that you're really bad at, but I guess I would say, like, if... If you've got something in your in your mind about some the way something might go down and then there's like a small change in actually in how it actually happens, um, that can be um, a little difficult for you.
0: <clears throat> for sure. Like I have a really hard time with small changes. like I'm I'm great with big changes. like whenever something like traumatic has happened in my life, like truly traumatic. It's painful, but I adjust to it and process it well. But it seems that, like, the smaller things, I have a much tougher time, like, you know, adapting. Is there anyone out there who feels like that? Because I'd like to know if I'm not the only one. Small changes in me don't mix well. All right, next question.
1: What drink do I always order?
0: The drink you have not tried yet. You always like to try something new. <clears throat> if I was collecting something, what would it be?
1: I'm having a hard time thinking of something because... Between the two of us, I'm more of the hoarder. And you're usually the one that's like, what can we get rid of? Um, but if you were collecting something... It probably, I guess journals, journals. Yes. Definitely. You've done a great job of holding on to your journals that you've had for years. So, and, and it's always been really cool to be able to look back and, you know, how you're feeling and what you're thinking in those moments. And so, yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, if I could live anywhere in the world, where would I live?
0: Somewhere warm and tropical, California, Florida, anywhere hot. But like, well, actually, no, 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 I take that back. You actually have kind of, so for a while, Peter, like, you'd always tell me that you would like hot weather. But now it's more like you prefer warm weather. Wouldn't, would you say that's accurate? Yeah. So I would say California or Florida, if you could live anywhere final answer yep <laughs> if i could live anywhere in the world where would i live
1: um i think you would probably choose somewhere that had a good distinction between the seasons where especially where you know there's a nice fall feeling mm-hmm. you know growing up in in maine There's some pretty awesome fall foliage, you know, some awesome feels when fall comes around. So I think you're kind of in love with fall and and the seasons in general, I think.
0: Yeah, and I've definitely, like, adapted over time. Like, where I want to live has changed. Um, But I would definitely say anywhere with four seasons. Sign me up. Okay, what weird talent do I have?
1: I think you are really good at doing impressions of people <laughs> in a funny way. Yeah, it That's... always makes me laugh.
0: Yeah.
1: Or just kind of marvel at how good you are.
0: <laughs> I don't think I'm like, like impressionist, like make it a career out of it level, but yeah, I can do impressions. So if you want an impression of yourself, just let me know. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> okay
1: what am i deathly afraid of
0: i can't think of really anything that you're deathly afraid of um i think the one thing that you might be afraid of would be common fears like fear of like you know like lack like wanting to make sure there's enough there to provide for your family you know things that i think a lot of men Face, like just like even parent, like paranoia about it when it everything's good and fine, but I don't know. But I don't think you're like afraid of very many things or like deathly afraid.
1: Mm. I think that's well said. Who is the dominant one in our relationship?
0: You. You, do you hear how he's laughing over there? No, okay, here's what I would say about that. I am the most outspokenly dominant. Like, I am very outspoken about what it is that I want or what it is that I believe or just I'm very strong in that way. But I would say that you are quietly dominant because we usually – I usually defer to you for, like, a lot of, like, major decisions. Like, my input is is just as valuable, but at the end of the day, it's just – one of us has to call the shot, and I feel like I usually, you know, send that over to you because I'm not as good at that, like making big decisions as Peter is. Would you say that that's accurate? Yeah, I
1: think that that's well said.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Which of my hobbies do you find the least interesting?
1: Probably your. Interest in Hallmark movies?
0: That was a quick answer.
1: Well, I've I've tried to watch the Hallmark movies with you, but it's hard to maintain interest after so many movies with the same plot line.
0: <laughs> Shh. He doesn't know what he's talking about, okay? For all my ladies out there that watch Hallmark, you know it is just warm and fuzzy good feelings every time. You can't go wrong. Um, but however, what he's leaving out is that I typically don't even ask him to watch Hallmark, not because he won't or not even because I want him to like, I don't want him to suffer. I literally enjoy watching Hallmark movies by myself. It's just better that way. I don't know. I just do. That's my thing. Everybody has to have their thing. He watches endless hours of audio production videos and I watch Hallmark.
1: Fair enough. What do we usually argue about?
0: We don't argue. We are angels. <laughs> um,
1: we discuss.
0: Yes, we discuss peacefully and quietly, sometimes in a whisper. Uh, what do we usually argue about? <laughs> okay, <laughs> All right, let's get into it. <laughs> um, Our communication styles are very different. And so Peter tends to be... um more uh, relaxed and quieter. And I come from a home of girls and girls tend to be emotional and very expressive. So I think that We've had, we're, we've argued less about this the more that we understand each other, because um, we give each other space to be ourselves. But I would say that, like, in my brain, because girls are always thinking something, I didn't have brothers growing up. Girls are all, something's always going through their minds. So I just, like, kind of, like, without realizing it, kind of sometimes, like, act like there's something that's always on Peter's mind that he's not saying. And on the flip side, like, you know, I could be probably, like, maybe a little too emotional at times for his taste. That's actually not fair to say. I wouldn't say it's not for his taste. I would just say it's, it's something to get used to because he didn't have sisters growing up.
1: Again, I, I would also add probably financial decisions tend to be a hurdle for us, like many couples.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would say that, like, when it... Ultimately, like Peter is the one that's better with finances, so that's what actually ends up like usually stabilizing the discussion is that I tend to trust his ability to know how to handle it and do things with money. Um, and where I come in handy is that sometimes we just need to do something enjoyable and we need to know when we need to understand when it's time for us to have fun. I feel like I keep things spicy. That's true. Alright, am I a mountain or a beach girl?
1: I'm a little stumped. I would have I would possibly say neither.
0: <laughs> then who am I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess between the two, I I would say you're a beach person.
0: Let me tell you that I am a mountain girl. And in my wildest dreams, I would be delivered to the top of a mountain by a plane. So that way I wouldn't have to go up all those like windy turns where you feel like you're going to fall off the edge. And then I would sit on the mountain and look at the beautiful views. And in that sense, I'm more of a mountain girl. All right, moving along.
1: Have I ever practiced an instrument? And if so, which one?
0: Which one you haven't you practiced? Bass? Electric, acoustic, piano, drums, the oboe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I threw that last one in there for comedic effect. Have I left? I feel like I've left off. I'm sure you. there's no instrument that you wouldn't want to try. Cajon, djembe,
1: box drum. Yeah, I, I enjoy trying new instruments, but um, I think you about covered... The main ones.
0: What was my first job for one million (laughs) dollars?
1: Your first job. I definitely know which a lot of your jobs were, but I'm not sure of the order. Maybe I would say Claire's at the mall. Eh.
0: (laughs) That's incorrect. Incorrect we're gonna have to go to marriage counseling over this <laughs> no um I actually don't know if I remember I feel like maybe it was when I was a breakfast hostess but I'm not sure actually because it also maybe was Macy's I, I don't remember honestly like but it's somewhere in there I did babysit in my earlier so if that counts then my first job was babysitting so, where are you usually on a Friday night
1: I am probably driving around somewhere in Los Angeles delivering food.
0: Yep. He has uh, some delivery gigs as a side hustle. And yeah. How do I spend my vacations?
1: I think you like to spend your vacations. Like if we are traveling somewhere, you like to find the little quaint coffee shops and kind of see the city or wherever it is that we're visiting I think you would spend your vacations mainly trying to have fun accurate what is my weirdest interest
0: trying exotic foods and lots of them I don't know that that's a weird interest, but it's weird to me because he eats things that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty adventurous, I guess, with my food tastes. So if I had to pick a favorite, I don't know if I could pick a favorite, but um, I definitely would say that anything I haven't tried is my new favorite.
0: What did you learn from me?
1: I guess I would go back to having fun. I used to honestly kind of think of fun as something that was more for kids. And I didn't realize that fun is actually important for your mental health. And I was probably a pretty boring and lame person if it, w- if it wouldn't be for Leah.
0: That's not true. But I do think that, like, you know... life would be a little more dull. But I will say, like, he doesn't like Disneyland. Like, you don't like Disneyland. Who doesn't like Disneyland?
1: Okay. What TV show do I like that you hate?
0: Anything violently graphic. I don't know. I can't... we We really don't watch a lot of TV together. Like, but... You know, if he were to, like, watch something where they're, like, slicing and dicing animals, like hunting shows or things like that, like, I'd be like, see ya. I'm going to go watch some Hallmark. (laughs) Okay. I won $1,000. What will I spend it on?
1: I think you would buy some coffee, coffee mugs, a journal or two, some good pens. That would probably take about, what, $50? And so the rest...
0: More than 50 But I see your point. And then what okay. would the rest be? I'm
1: not sure what you would spend the rest on. Hair. Makeup. Clothes.
0: I mean, this is just... We're talking about things I'd spend on myself. But obviously, if I had $1,000, I'd probably, you know... I don't have a plan yet, but I probably would share it, maybe use it for some life expenses and go on a shopping spree, maybe take some family out. I don't know. And definitely mugs, journals, and pens.
1: What celebrity would I love to meet the most?
0: Marcus Lemonis. We love Marcus Lemonis, right?
1: Yeah, if you... don't know who he is. He's on the show, The Prophet. He's a great guy and very smart when it comes to entrepreneurship. And so we enjoy watching him.
0: The Prophet on CNBC, 7 p.m. weeknights. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, if I was an animal, which one would I be?
1: Maybe a cat.
0: <gasps>
1: what? Yeah, I mean, you can be kind of introverted, a little bit.
0: Cats are to themselves. Catty?
1: <laughs> well, no, I don't mean catty. Like, I mean, like, your temperament.
0: Okay, so if anybody doesn't know, I do not like cats. So, you know, hearing that a cat is my <laughs>
1: Perhaps ironic.
0: Well, hearing like I'm a cat is a little bit shocking.
1: <laughs> it's very short.
0: <laughs> You've ruined my day. <laughs> no, um, but I can see that. I, I, I will admit that I could potentially have the personality of a cat without liking cats. Which maybe that does make me more cat-like than I realize. Because do cats like people?
1: Depends on the cat. True. I think you would be a playful cat.
0: No. Playful cats are the worst (laughs) when they're, like, jumping on your head and, like, running around your feet. Yeah, but you're pretty playful. I resent that. Next question.
1: (laughs) Who buys the best gifts? I bet you're going to say me, but I think your gifts are pretty... Well, I shouldn't answer. It's my question to ask, your question to answer.
0: Yeah, it's my question. Thank you. I'm just kidding. Um, No, um, actually, I was going to say myself. (laughs) I I genuinely think I'm the best gift giver of the two of us. But I tend to be creative. I put a lot of thought into my gifts, and I make an effort to make it something that is usable. uh, And also a mix of usable, usable and creative And um, I think gift-giving isn't your primary, like, love language. But there are other things that you're great at that surely compensate for that.
1: I would have to agree with that.
0: Who has the craziest family?
1: I might have to go with your family. But I love your family.
0: And I have to say... Fair enough. But why?
1: (laughs) I would say there's never a dull moment in your family. That's very true. Yeah, it is very true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The sass. All right. So, last question. What was the most embarrassing moment of our relationship so far? And who is responsible?
1: I guess the incident that comes to mind was one of the aforementioned arguments that we had. We were in a Coles parking lot. And I don't remember what we were arguing about.
0: We were arguing about something that I don't remember what it was. But clearly I was so upset. Like, you know those moments where you're so upset and you want to leave the room immediately? Well, I wanted to leave the car immediately. (laughs) I was like, get me out of the car. And so we're still looking for a parking spot. And Peter starts to slow down. I thought, I can get out of the car. He's not moving that fast. So I opened the door and begin to get out. The problem was Peter was like, oh, no, she's not getting out of the car. While I haven't before I've stopped completely. And he starts to speed up. But the problem is my body was already halfway out of the car at this point. So by the time it was when he speeds up, I kind of get a little thrown back onto the ground. Not as dramatic as it sounds, but I was kind of forcefully cast onto the ground.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I will probably just admit I didn't want her to get out of the car because I felt like we needed to settle this issue. And part of me speeding up might have been, well... This will prevent her from jumping out of the car.
0: Oh, no. No, no. I was a daredevil. I was Indiana Jones. (laughs) That's what Peter's been calling me ever since that incident. He's like, oh, my little Indiana Jones. (laughs) Because, like, I, like, leap out of the vehicle, but then I land, like, full body flat on my back on the ground. Like, if you could have seen me, it was so spastic. And I just laid there for, like, probably about ten seconds. Fortunately, didn't hit my head. Like it was like my head was like inches away from hitting the pavement, but I did get quite this scratch on my arm. Uh, to this day, I have a scar on my left elbow.
1: So I definitely look like a bad husband right now. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, no women. Women who are listening to this understand that sometimes we overreact. And you when you're in the heat of the moment and you're emotional, especially in your earlier years of marriage, you do crazy things. You just do crazy things sometimes. And I did not think through that moment. I was like, I'm getting out of the car, whether it's moving or not.
1: I definitely was a bad husband at that moment. I just I was. And but I felt bad definitely when you when you found the asphalt. So <laughs>
0: But I looked funny, right?
1: I think you look pretty epic, actually. <laughs> Gosh. So
0: anyways, I eventually managed to oh, go ahead.
1: You might have a career in stunt doubling.
0: <laughs> Maybe. But I eventually get up and I like hobble into coals and I'm like weeping and like and like my my like my hip hardly was moving at that point. I was actually really scared I broke something. So anyways let this be a lesson to all of you that if you're upset with your husband in a store parking lot and you're like, I have to get out of the car immediately, just wait till he's parked. You can go walk and get some space, get some air if you need to, but wait till he's parked. And on that note, we're going to bid you adieu today because that's it. That's all we've got for today. It's been a great podcast, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I'm glad to have been on the podcast with you and look forward to next time
0: absolutely well if I may say so thanks for listening to this week's podcast you can give us a five-star rating on apple if you listen there that would really help us out you can also follow us on spotify which would be fantastic lastly if you haven't followed us on instagram uh now's the time to do it made of miller is our handle and we'd love to see you over there we post stuff weekly and it's a party every day so thanks for joining us have a great week